0: So I, I want to think a little bit about Gatwick Airport, what happened there. Some schmuck with a drone disrupted the holiday travel of 100,000 people. Just think about that for a second. Think about how many hours they had to spend waiting on the tarmac, sleeping on the floor at the airport, standing in line, you know, desperately trying to get home. My bet is that at least one miserable day was the result for each of those people. That's 100,000 days. Let's see. Let's say three years. No, let's say three. Yeah, three years is a thousand days. So that's three times a hundred. That's 300 years. One angry prick has the power to destroy the equivalent of four lives. Works. He can, he can make those lives miserable. That's how powerful people are in a complex society. That's how much we rely on each other's goodwill. I, at least, again, you know, I rarely notice. The world's fragility because things normally work. And when things work, they're invisible. I take them for granted. Here's, here's an example. <laughs> I went to the corner store yesterday because I really wanted some milk. And I bought a quarter gallon for $1.59. <laughs> are, are these some exciting stories or what? I didn't think about it for a while, but let's 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 think about it now. I mean, if I wanted by myself to get this product, what would I have to do? I'd have to go buy a calf. I'd have to feed the calf, water it, shelter it, wait for it to grow up to be a heifer. I'd have to go out and milk the goddamn thing at 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, that's, that's hard Work. That's lonely work. That's boring work. And I, I'd have to do it twice a day, seven days a week. Or I could spend, I could, I could buy an automatic milking machine for like a couple hundred thousand dollars. And that's a technology that took a hundred years to evolve and didn't exist 30 years ago. I'd then have to buy a bulk tanker with a uh, reefer, which is a refrigeration unit to keep the raw milk cold. I'd have to hire a skilled driver, buy diesel that was processed at some multi-billion dollar refinery, transport it on asphalt roads to a processing plant where it would be tested, pumped, weighed, pasteurized, packaged, shipped. then. I'd have to get it to the store. I'd have to build a store, pay for insurance, pay for rent, buy a cooler, power the cooler, employ a clerk. Or on a whim I can give a stranger a dollar 59. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a bloody miracle. And I, you know, I did nothing to deserve any of that. A free society anticipated my willingness to pay $1.59 and organized seamlessly the labor of tens of thousands of experienced, skilled people to make the entire process completely invisible. (laughs) Oh, sorry. By the way, and this is a total non sequitur, how crazy is it that on the same day that Elon Musk tweeted that he wanted to be remembered for inventing the car fart, the US government, the military trusted him to launch into space, into space, a $500 million piece of equipment. This is such an amazing country. (laughs) If you ever want to experience sheer awe check out one of the, uh, the SpaceX launches. Anyways, my point is the world is more beautiful and more complex and more fragile than we can possibly understand. That's scary, right? A complex world often makes me feel powerless. What difference can I make? What can I do? I don't have a good answer, but I think a common answer Lately, is moral outrage, especially on social media, which it seems to be one of the last places we think we have power. And you know, I think moral outrage is kind of like sugar it tastes great, but that high doesn't last. This happens to me all the time. Something online pisses me off, and that righteous anger makes me feel good. But then I crash. I need more outrage. I scroll desperately through social media looking for the new bad guys. With sugar, over time, the pancreas gets exhausted and it can't produce more insulin. You know, I think my ability to get outraged gets exhausted in the same way. Bad people online used to be idiots. Now, they're literally Hitler. Pretty soon at this rate, we're all going to be outraged diabetics. We'll need constant deliveries of moral outrage. Who are the anger peddlers? What's their goal? Well, for some, I think it's power. These are the true believers. I think they... They honestly see themselves as holy warriors fighting for their ideology, <laughs> you know, waving their swords online, killing unbelievers. There's this idea called the, uh, the Overton window, which is the window of discourse, which ideas can be discussed in public. Now, if you're a true believer, you want to destroy the window of discourse completely. Only your ideology is acceptable. Any dissent, any disagreement must be utterly destroyed. How am I supposed to figure out what's correct if we can't discuss ideas? Which means being wrong and fumbling our way towards the truth. What's the alternative to this? Do we just blindly trust gatekeepers who actually think they know everything and they're willing to bully the rest of us? They're willing to use violence to force those absolute beliefs on us? I mean, that's the arrogance of authoritarianism. That's the arrogance of totalitarianism. You know, one way to tell, I think, (laughs) these ideologues, they have no goddamn sense of humor. They're trying to silence comedians. They're trying to outlaw jokes. These people who can't laugh at anything, they, they make me laugh. So, so if moral outrage is a bad response, what's an alternative? Because I think doing nothing creates learned helplessness. You know, and screw that. So here's one idea that I am experimenting with. We live in an age of digital monopolies and more and more I think we're starting to realize these are bad companies. Now I can't get Amazon to change their behavior but I can cancel my Prime account. I can't, I certainly can't get Google to change their behavior but I can use DuckDuckGo as a search engine instead and if I don't like what Patreon is doing I can leave. Now, I understand, right? The easy nihilistic response to this idea is, do you really think Google <laughs> gives a hoot? Do you think they'll even notice? But who cares if they notice? I will notice. A sense of control is really important for health. If I just give up and if I resign myself to being tied to being handcuffed to these monopoly services, my health will suffer. But if I take control over my own life, even if it does absolutely nothing in the big picture, it's still the right thing for me to do. I'll tell you this, when I canceled Prime, I was really scared. I love Prime, it's great. But a month later, I barely noticed it was gone. You can always go back to Google. Why not see what it's like? It's, uh, it's kind of exciting. Anyways, I'm over time, so uh, I apologize if that got a little bit soapboxy. Merry Christmas. I hope you have a great one. I'll catch you later.